0: greetings everybody and welcome to season two of slavi clarkson today we are going to kick off with episode number one about ducati street fighter v2 so the main question is is it any good oh yes it is very good what makes it so good well despite the fact that apparently it's just a panigale v2 with straight bars It feels kind of identical to the V4. It carries on all the good and positive things of the V4, which is extremely comfortable riding position, plenty of space combined with the V2 engine. That just makes it extremely good road motorcycle, which allows you to actually enjoy the motorcycle more. So unlike the crazy V4, this is kind of more down to earth, but don't be fooled. It's still a 155 horsepower engine, so <laughs> it's not slow or boring in any way. Uh, it's just that it's much more usable than the V4 because the V4 is just absolutely mental. We might as well go into the details about the engine. So it's the Superquadro V2 that's in Panigale. is 100 well, it's 955 cc, and they just uh, basically carried that over. Uh, So it's got 155 horsepower at 11,000 RPM and 101 Newton meters at around 9,000 RPM. Just looking at at those numbers kind of gives you an idea of uh, what the engine feels like on the road and, uh, and that is that it's very tuned for power up top and it likes to be revved out. So if you want to... Uh, experience the thrill of speed and uh, the acceleration, you have to rev it out. Brakes, yeah, they are good. They are the uh, monocaliper M4, DOT 32 whatever, Brembo's. They are strong. They give you enough feel. Some people complain about them, that they are not like the best, that Ducati should put better brakes, but... I don't know. Unless you are extremely capable of of exploiting the front brake. On the road, I honestly doubt that you will ever feel they are inadequate. No complaints there. Obviously, it has got the corner ABS system. But as I say, the brakes are so strong that you don't ever feel that there's abs on them so on the road they work absolutely brilliantly unfortunately i haven't tried the street fighter on the track yet (laughs) hopefully (laughs) so i can't comment on the performance of the brakes on the track but on the road they are absolutely perfect there's nothing wrong with them there's also a radial pump the whole setup is is done very well the suspension is also very good has to be said most of my test run was on fairly smooth tarmac i haven't properly tried it on very broken road but i have driven through some rough patches around town and suspension was absolutely fine it's comfortable it's reasonably precise it's also another trait that it carries over from the v4 so the whole bike has this poise to it so like where you point it there it goes it feels extremely flickable and direct it's just a hoot to ride it's a really really fun bike to ride uh, so suspension wise yeah no complaints there uh, it's got so it's got shova forks up front uh, this is the bpf 43 for the geeks of you and it's got sax unit at the back both completely adjustable just like my advice would be don't fucking touch it like don't play with the knobs, don't unless you really know what you're doing, just leave it alone. Because yeah, it, it just works very fine. It, it works very well on the road. So it's comfortable, precise, gives enough feedback. Why, why fuck with it? These were all good points of the Street Fighter. Now let's have a look at some that are not so good. And frankly, kind of disappointed me a bit well the first one is sound i am a fan of v twins and i do like the way they sound i just don't like the sound of this specific v twin so first of all it's very loud it's unnecessarily loud and i do enjoy good sound but this is just loud but to give you an example of what i mean is you know imagine a powerful but cheap stereo it's kind of like that it's very noisy But the clarity of sounds and the details are muddy. It's not really interesting sound. On the other hand, if you have like a high-end top-spec hi-fi system, even on low volume, you can hear all the little details of the music. And this is what I'm missing here. My advice to Ducati would be: don't make it so so noisy. Just there's no need. It's just obnoxious make the bike slightly more quiet and tune the exhaust so we can actually appreciate the sound a bit more so the sound is a bit fuller it's very hard to express exactly what I mean I you you would have to hear it for yourself but it's it's not a big thing it's not that it sounds unpleasant it's just that I expected a lot has to be said my expectations for this bike were very high as you know I really like the V4 I thought you know this might be it because first of all it's much cheaper than the V4 and it looks exactly the same apart from the exhaust it's just identical bike it looks great it's cheaper and it's got a twin so I was like oh man this this might be fucking perfect motorcycle well sound wise nah not so much well the other bit kind of surprised me as well and that is the engine tuning so It's not that the engine is not powerful or is anything wrong with its power delivery, which is very smooth, very good, Uh, just you twist the throttle. You can modulate very precisely the amount of throttle. I think they were a bit lazy. It really feels like they just took an engine from a superbike and just put it in. And I know it may work on some bikes, but on this, I would prefer if the characteristic of the engine was slightly less revvy. It's just my personal preference for the road on the track. The way the bike is set up now would, would be obviously better. If the peak torque were was to be slightly lower and the peak power also, I wouldn't mind. I think it would suit the bike better. But it's it's a very fine comment, let's just say. You know, there's nothing wrong with the power delivery. There's nothing wrong it, pu- it wants to pull your head off <laughs> up top. It's just that on the road, the day-to-day usability or the day-to-day fun factor would be even higher if if you didn't have to rev the bike so much. And the other thing is you can definitely feel the software holding you up, reducing the power in certain gears. So if you go second gear, full power, even like all the way up the rev range, and then like you change the third gear there is such a surge in power like there's so much more power suddenly that you can definitely feel that it was tuned so that in second gear it doesn't give you all power which is probably very good it's just that you can feel the difference it's not unpleasant it's not crudely done it's just an odd sensation but uh, after a while I got used to it so it was it wasn't a big issue it's just that I noticed that all these comments are kind of (laughs) victims of, of modern motorbikes because they are so full of technology and they are so powerful this is what we end up with back in the day I wouldn't ride it the same way I did today because I wouldn't have had any assists so I wouldn't dare to twist the throttle all the way know just to see what happens and that's kind of a nice thing and also a bad thing it's just the way the whole industry is developing nowadays so we just have to take that what it does create is a very stress-free experience so you can ride the Street Fighter V2 all day long I promise you like this would this would be brilliant weekend motorcycle like if you want to go for trips on the weekends they are not too long uh, and they are not on a motorway this would be ideal honestly like twisty roads it is so comfortable and on, I didn't want to give the bike back I was like oh man just let, let me ride a bit more please <laughs> this is so nice uh, please come on yeah but uh, yeah they, they didn't bug after a while you kind of gel with it, it it's one of those bikes that takes a while to uh, fully appreciate how good it is because at the beginning I was a bit meh, but then as I rode it harder and harder, and everything just clicked into place. And apart from the engine noise, really like well, the engine sound, there was nothing that really bothered me. Oh, yeah, there is uh, one more thing I would like to say that is uh, the screen. Well, as you know, I have a very Specific opinion on screens on motorcycles. And this has exactly the same screen as the V4. Which is okay. Uh, It's clear. It's easy to read. Because Ducati didn't follow all the bullshit. And just it's a simple black and white readout. It has a very uh, utilitarian race feel to it. But again, same problem as on the V4. It's too fucking small. Please. Please. Everybody. Have a look at what the germans are doing bmw understood that if they want to force down our throats a fucking chinese tablet it has to be massive for it to work and it bloody works so everybody just do the same thing you know you don't have to have the same uh, fancy graphics i don't care about that but just make it big so it's easy to read please okay if you want to go down this road of stupid tablets. Like, honestly, just give me an analog ref counter for fuck's sake, ah. All right, there was uh, the last rant on, the, on screens. Uh, the overall quality of the Street Fighter V2 is very high, so you feel like you are on an expensive motorcycle, which you are, so it is expensive. Uh, but that's problem with all the Ducatis. But at least you feel like you are sitting on an expensive bike. So the gearbox is a typical six-speed uh, with a quick shifter, which works absolutely brilliantly. Honestly, I barely use the clutch. However, when I did use the clutch, uh, I noticed the same thing that I noticed on the S1000XR: when you press the clutch and you put the gear in you can feel like kind of a pressure wave in the clutch lever it feels unnatural you can definitely sense there is a quick shifter (laughs) or or there is something in the way or there is something happening that it's normally not happening on on a normal motorbike it's a bit unnerving but as i say you don't really have to use the clutch at all so uh, the, the, the quick shifter works fine even at medium speeds well, even at low speeds actually. Yeah, it kind of brings me neatly to how low is a low speed. So obviously it's a typical question for a V-twin. Well, how much do you have to rev it? So if you keep it about 3000 RPM, no problems. Obviously it's got the specific twin vibrations, but if you complain about them, why would you buy a twin? Or why would you want to ride a twin? That's why you want a twin. So also one of the things that kind of distinguishes immediately the bike from the V4. The V4 is much smoother. This is, the vibrations are all all controlled, but they're there, so you know you're on a twin. Uh, This kind of brings me neatly to the last positive thing that I wanna say, Uh, and it might be a bit controversial, but I'll say it. This is actually, I think, a better road motorcycle than the V4, and the main reason for that is that it's safer, and there are two reasons why I think it's a better road bike than the V4. First of all, I kind of hinted it at the beginning, it is much more usable. On the Street Fighter V2, you can hang on to open throttle for seconds at a time. You cannot do that on the V4. There is no way unless you're on the racetrack. And I have my doubts about the racetrack as well. That bike is just so overpowered and so crazy it has a different kind of appeal but i hate to say it i I hate to admit it but on the road the v2 is definitely more fun because you are just you can squeeze it out you can really like hang on the open throttle and bam another gear in and bam another gear in and and you're not doing like 200 million miles an hour and the second one which is kind of linked to it is that it's much safer and to explain what i mean by that is on any machine or any vehicle There's always this fight between the attractive force, well, well, the force that pulls you forward, and the drag force that kind of wants to stop you, is generated by air. There are other forces at play, let's forget about them for the moment. On a naked, the drag force is much, much higher than on a sports bike, because your frontal area is bigger. And by a simple, thought experiment let's well for the sake of argument let's just say that the Street Fighter V4 and the Street Fighter V2 are identical motorcycles they look exactly the same and Ducati says yeah well the V2 is based on a Panigale V2 and it's different blah blah different chassis bullshit bullshit it feels exactly the same so I'm gonna say they are the same so if you have two exactly the same bikes and exactly the same rider so it's fair to say that there is the same frontal area, but you have much less power the speed at which you will reach certain kind of equi- uh, equilibrium between the force that wants to pull you forward and the drug force obviously equ- is lower. On the V2, on the Street Fighter V2, you will reach this natural well, kind of natural equilibrium about 175-180 kilometers an hour which in miles is around 105 or 110 miles an hour, let's just say, okay? Uh, If you want to go above, and believe me, this bike will, you have to kind of huddle yourself up. You have to lower your frontal area, consciously hold the throttle open for a long period of time, but longer period of time. So what I'm talking about is kind of the speed, when you're not looking at the speedo, the speed you will kind of feel comfortable or natural at, as, as a top speed before the wind and everything gets really annoying. So on the V2, it's roughly around 110 miles an hour. On the V4, I did about 130 miles an hour and I was still nowhere near <laughs> that point. So the V4 is so much quicker, so much more quicker that it's that much more dangerous. Yes, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, but 170 kilometers an hour is not exactly safe on a public road, is it? Well, it's not, but it's safe, it's definitely safer than doing well above 200 kilometers an hour. Yeah, by this rationale, we'll be all riding fucking 50cc scooters doing about 40 kilometers an hour, but you know, let's let's just take it uh, with a pinch of salt. Uh Okay, It's, uh, it's a stupid comparison. To sum it up, if you want to ride predominantly on the road with an occasional visit to a racetrack, I would get the V2 over the the V4 any day of the week. And I do mean it. However, if you intend to ride mostly on track and just sometimes on the road, and here I would emphasize sometimes (laughs) uh, for your own sake, for your own safety, I would get the V4. Simple as that. Thank you for tuning in and see you later.